step into the bad side. Gonna take a mean ride, mean ride. Play something. Hey. Smile I had is gone away. Those that still are gonna pay. <laughs> Step into the bad side on Wake and Bake with BMO today. Wake with BMO, yeah. I might be a ridiculous person. Might. I might be a ridiculous person. It it it, it 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 is dawning on me that maybe my ridiculousness 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 ridiculousness. Yeah. It's getting a little out of control. It's getting a little out of control. Good morning though. Wake and bake with be more nights. Wake and bake with be more. Yeah. Step into the bad side. Make sure y'all say good morning to the lady of the house. Don't make me come through this cannon empty. Good morning. <laughs> make sure y'all say good morning to the lady of the house. I can still hear myself on the TV. On the TV. Um, oh, you got the vocals for the intro? Just need the instrumentals? Look, man. Look, I'm trying. We trying to, you know, I don't know if you noticed, but on Wayne make we be more. We try to do like slow upgrades, right? So I don't know if y'all saw the last video I posted. Try to introduce the theme song out to the regular people because I think they think we just playing. I wonder to the, because you know we only got what's like 50 people per week. So then I wonder to the, uh, to the 1,255 other people who see my name every morning going live, what do they think? Mm. <laughs> what what's going through their head? They think we over here playing? Either that or they not up yet. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not. Hey, Sam is on the phone. What's up, Sam? Good we morning. got Iz. We got Mama Iz. We got Jermaine. We got all oh, we got we got Hall of Fame Wake and Bake with BMO Knights in the house this morning. But yeah, I really I truly wonder. Well, you know, there are those people that I see go live all the time, and every now and then I'm like, I wonder what they're... <laughs> I wonder what they're talking yeah. about. I, so I, I wonder if they have the same thought for you. I, I wonder if... I wonder if I'd, I'd just be curious. Only 50 people every week. I got 1,350 followers, so it's like 1,300 people out here in the world who'll see my name every morning. They got, let's just assume everybody got their notifications on. Who see my name every morning with their notifications, and they be like, "Ah, nah, mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, that nigga be more. He talking again. I, don't, I ain't trying to hear that shit." Eh, just a thought. Uh, but we got some very interesting things we want to talk about this morning. Uh, I don't. Oh, let's go back to the. Let's go back to the menu before I tell you what I don't know. Uh, this morning we have uh, the be less white controversy that's happening over at Coca Cola. Uh, we want to talk about the Ace of Spades and Jay-Z's M's. M's, you know, now that I say it out loud, I'm wondering if the conversation between Jay-Z and Cam Newton are linked. Hmm. Natalie, good morning. Um, also this morning, we want to talk about a follow-up to the Dave Chappelle situation. We have a conversation about Donald Glover, which I think might fit in. But then I have some other things sprinkled in. I wrote this last night. Uh, but I found some very interesting things this morning on the black web that I think the lady of the house and you might be interested in. Lady of the house, it's, what's on your mind though? What you, what you got? What you thinking? What's popping? Mm. In general, like yeah. in the world. What's popping? <laughs> oh, I know what's popping. What? Today's sponsor of the episode. Do you know who sponsored the episode is? Who? Nami. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Today's sponsor of the episode is. Nami, I heard, I heard, not I heard, but the, the <laughs> owner told me herself there's some new products dropping. I mm-hmm. wonder if she'll give me an exclusive, an exclusive breakdown right now on we be mo. Yeah. I'm tempted to turn the camera away. Oh. 
I look a little ashy, I think. You never look, you never look dusty, baby. Okay. And if you do look dusty, you know, you know, sometimes you take the you take the wrapper off the off the Hershey's and it'd be a little it'd be a little ashy. That's all that is, baby. That's just sugar. <laughs> all right. I'll That's take just it. sugar, baby. <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so what we got what we got coming up, lady of the house, and um, Nami Organica. Um. Uh, well, the products are over there, but we have a detox uh, cleansing mask. It has activated charcoal, bentonite clay, um, aloe vera gel, a little tea tree. Mm-hmm. You know, it might give you a little foaming action. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we have little cute jars. And then uh, we have a, a cleansing oil. It's a facial mm-hmm. cleansing oil. So you use that as your, your morning cleanser. It's very good. Has argan oil in there as oh, well. Oh, yeah, argan oil. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Anything with jojoba? I think there might be. Yeah, I don't know why you got to say it like that, but <laughs> yeah, um, it's all natural. There's only like just oils in it. There's no mm-hmm. fragrance, so it's it's good for all skin types. Okay. We also have a lip oil that's um, floral oh, infused. Out. All right, all right. Yeah, so it's roses. Uh, there's a chamomile one, and there's also calendula, which mm-hmm. is also marigold. Okay. So, yeah. So w- what do people need to do? They need to go over to Nami Organica. Check out the the product job has already happened. No, it's uh, it's tomorrow actually. Tomorrow, tomorrow's a big day though, right? What's, yeah. What else is happening tomorrow? <laughs> That's right. Tomorrow is the lady of the house's birthday. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> it's your birthday, girl, and you turn in twenty six. I put your business out there. Yeah. <laughs> you be all right. <laughs> it's the lady of the house birthday. It's tomorrow. Um, you know, this is this is a fun fact. This is not on the this is not on the menu that happened the other day, though. What? So, uh, uh, just to just to give people a, a quick behind the scenes of our relationship. Okay. I feel like yesterday was actually a great example. Um, but it's been on since you know since oh. fifteen minutes before. I feel like yesterday was actually a great example of how a relationship works. So I asked you a couple weeks ago, I was like, what do you want for your birthday? You're like, I don't know. Yeah. And I was like, okay. All right. And so then yesterday I asked you, on on Monday morning I asked you, okay, what do you want for your birthday? You told me you don't know again. I said, all right, that's fine. Do you want me to figure it out or are you going to figure it out? And she was, and the lady in the house was like, I don't know. And I was like, well, we about to, I'm about to sit here and look at you <laughs> until I have the answer to at least that question. And to us, lady in the house responded, I want you to figure it out. Okay. <laughs> and then, once she said she wanted me to figure it out, then she gave me a list of about four or five things that she wanted to do that I needed to figure out. Okay. All right. That's fine. That's fine. Right? Okay. So then I asked her, I was like, she she told me one thing, and it's like, I don't know if I want to talk about that one thing you asked me about. Maybe no. not yet. Maybe not yet. Maybe not yet. Uh, but I, th- I actually think it's a really good conversation, especially for advanced relationship people. Okay. I think it's a very interesting conversation. But anyway, um, she asked me for a particular thing. That particular thing raised a lot of questions in my head, which we'll talk about on another time. But then I asked her a response. I was like, okay, what are your love languages right now? Yeah. And she told me, I don't know. <laughs> don't they change through time? And I was like, all right. So then I was like, okay, cool. So now I'm going to sit here and look at you until you either do the love language test or <laughs> tell me what I need to do. So... At the end of the day, I know exactly what we're doing tomorrow. Am I supposed to surprise you? I I don't think so. It doesn't it doesn't no. Huh? <laughs> it doesn't matter. No. I do I, I do know what I do know what we're doing tomorrow. We're gonna get up pretty early tomorrow and see if we can go not see if we're gonna go to a, a big old garden. Oh um outside with these big roses and, and lilies and shit outside. Oh. So it'll be real cute. Nice. Um an orchard, if you will. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. Uh so a couple of things and, and, and things of the such we're gonna do tomorrow. But the lady of the house uh, birthday is tomorrow, twenty six, as her big and I'm so proud to say this, but as her as her big self birthday gift, she ain't go out there and buy herself no bag. You know what I'm saying? She ain't get no not that no shame. You know what I'm saying no shame. She ain't out there get more clothes or get a gold <laughs> get some uh, get a gold grill or some shit like that. She said I want to invest in my business, and so she did. And as the business continues to grow. We get more and more products, and I'm excited for y'all to see these products that yeah. are coming to you uh, by Nami Organic. And that's just not a proud man. I don't call myself a boyfriend, by the way. That's just yeah. not a uh, that's not a proud man 
saying that he's proud. That's a proud entrepreneur saying to another entrepreneur, I see you, player. Yeah. You moving that work across state lines. Yeah. All right? Jeezy would be proud. <laughs> <laughs> okay? I see you. I congratulate you. And I thank you for your contribution to my life. And I'm so glad that birth happened to you. Shout out to your mother, okay? Because you ain't do no work. Let's just be honest. I didn't. You ain't do. You ain't do shit. <laughs> I took my sweet ass time. <laughs> you just, wait. So you just I surely took my time. <laughs> God damn. Shout out to your mother for doing all the work. Hey, shout out to all the moms on the call shout right now. Shout out to now. all the moms. Shout out to all the moms. Y'all doing all the p- pushes. I can't imagine. We may not always say it, but we really appreciate Ooh, you. Even if you're not my mother. Good. Right. God damn. I know pussy. <laughs> what? Okay, what? I know pussy, and I've I've seen a few in my lifetime. Woo! To create a push a human out that motherfucker. God damn! <laughs> I seen I seen comics recently. We haven't talked about anything I want to talk about. <laughs> I've seen comics recently have been on this trip about like minimizing labor pain as like a joke. Like, okay. it's like one of those shock jokes. They what? say like women over exaggerate labor pain. I'm like, I don't even joke that way. Right. <laughs> I don't even joke that what? way. That shit look like it hurt though. That shit look painful. Have you ever been stabbed? No. I've been stabbed. <clears throat> okay. It's like the opposite of stabbing, but bigger. Yeah, like your body's opening up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hell no. <nah. laughs> hell no. Nah. Shit is wild. Um, so shut yeah, I'm, I'm calling I'm calling your mother tomorrow. <laughs> All right, that's your surprise. You okay. know, shout out to you. Um I'm not calling your father though, because then again, of the of the list <laughs> the list of things who have uh who are to be celebrated on your birthday goes your mother, you, <laughs> your community. <laughs> Maybe even your grandmother. Maybe your grandmother and then your father. Not just yours, just fathers in general. You ain't do shit. <laughs> you ain't do shit, but keep the lights on, all right? And so keep them on today, nigga. <laughs> like well, that candle. I will candle. say, fathers do give advice, whether it's, you know. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. So that's, that's but you got to be, like, see, in order to get advice, I don't know why I'm shitting on fathers right now. In order to give advice, you have to be old enough to get advice. <laughs> uh, that's assuming that you lived through your formidable years. True. Shout out to moms. Not only did you push the baby out, you also took care. You. I'm not going to go in this line. <laughs> But if you know me well, you know I have a very strange fear of infants. <laughs> Are you afraid you're gonna drop them? Or? I just don't like infants. It's not about. It's not about. Well, it is about dropping them. I think they are too precious for my big old manly um, destructive hams to be on. But also at the same time, like you can't take care of yourself. <laughs> you couldn't take care of yourself at one point. I mean, I and look. If I went back in time and met infant me, I'd give myself the same look, like. <laughs> Bro, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> grow, up. grow up. You know they can't. <laughs> Why are you crying? Express yourself. They can't even hold their heads up. What you mean, grow? That's my beef with. See, I don't want to go there. I've already, ex- I've already expressed to the people on Wake and Bake a Beat Mode my, my, my beef with musicals, and it didn't go well. <laughs> so I don't want to go down the line of my beef with with, with infants. My infants with it. But toddlers are okay. Well, toddlers are cool. They can communicate. <laughs> You just don't like the newborns. Nah, man. Get the newborn out of here. <laughs> you can't control your neck. You can't be around BMO. Okay? I don't got nothing for you. What? Nope. I don't got nothing for you. <laughs> and don't get me started on twins. I'm really showing my xenophobia this morning. <laughs> don't get me started Not xenophobia. on xenophobia. Don't get me started. Anyway. Anyway, twins. Fucking witchcraft. <laughs> supposed to be talking about this morning the sponsor uh, the sponsor gonna uh, fire us because we <laughs> just took her ad and took it all over the place anyway <coughs> wow <clears throat> i hope some of y'all twins out there and i hope you offended <laughs> <laughs> i'm choosing violence this morning okay uh, i'm sorry no i'm not choosing violence what are we talking about oh be uh, less white oh to be less white so have you seen this thing that's happening with coca-cola um you briefly mentioned it but no. So I do have, um, uh, you have to read it because I'm, I'm a little too far, but uh, Coca-Cola, uh, they were having, I guess they were having some uh, some HR training or whatever, whatever it be. Mm-hmm. Uh, We've been employees, you know, we got to go to that call. So on this, on this HR, I guess this might have been racial sensitivity training, uh, Coca-Cola, one of their employees leaked a slide to the presentation, and the slide was try to be less white. Hmm? No, it's not the candle. 
okay. <laughs> uh, try to be less white. And what does it mean to be less white? Right? Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to move this over to the next slide. <laughs> um, to be less white were uh, to be these things right here. Uh, I'm away from to come up on the big screen, so I'm going to stall just a second. But uh, as you can already know, uh, once these images came out, white people lost their shit. I happen to be in an era of my life where I enjoy watching white people lose their shit. I have um, I have been on to the Karen Instagram far too many times. It's actually a Saturday morning routine at this point. Ooh, yeah. What did the Karens do this week? Uh, but Coca-Cola and the pre- presenter who was trying to give this racial sensitivity training said to be less white was to be less oppressive, to be less arrogant, to be less certain, to be less defensive, to be less ignorant, to be more humble, to listen, to believe. I like they said they didn't listen more, just listen because, you know, white people don't listen. <laughs> to believe, to break with apathy, apathy and break with white solidarity. Now, you and I, I, I see this right here and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. White people lost their shit. I think I'm surprised at the language, like, that it just so blatantly said, be less white. <laughs> be less white. I think, shit, I think some of us are. Um, I think some of us are uh, surprised by the language as well. Yeah. Right? Um, but we see this, we see this be less white, and we see white individuals, and of course your girl Candace Owens. You know, I know that's your favorite political uh, person. Huh? Your girl Candace Owens comes out and said that uh, that black people would be pissed if Coca-Cola was having an ad company that was about be less black. And I sat back for a second because obviously that's a really dumb thing to say. Yeah. But then I thought back for a second and I said, if a company said be less black, that would still be an agent of whiteness. Right. <laughs> I am not black. Like I'm black because society has dictated me to be black. Yeah. But when I came out the womb, when I looked my mother in the face for the first time and couldn't hold my neck up like an irresponsible human being. I just she didn't look at me and she, I wasn't I wasn't black. I wasn't black until somebody called me black. That's true. Again, and that's because that is the, to be black is a almost a symptom of a white oppressive system. Yeah. Almost as if, if capitalism had a cousin, which was racism, the low class would be to be black. Because mm. in order, you know, in order for there to be a superior, there must be an inferior. I, that's, I have a, I, I am of black. I have been made black, but to be black is still a response in a sense of whiteness. So I say that to say that you couldn't send out the opposite. You couldn't say be less black because to be, to define blackness, you would have to first address whiteness. Right. So Candace Owens, I refute your statement in an intellectual form, but also, but also at the same time, shut up, bitch. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? <clears throat> Explain if to be if to be white is to be oppressive, to be arrogant, to be certain, and to be defensive. Then explain what it means to be less black. Mm. <laughs> If this is the definition, I use my pinky to point. If this is the definition of whiteness, mm-hmm. then explain to me what blackness is. And at the same token, express to me why you would want to not be black. Right. The fuck out of here. <laughs> I was listening to Dr. Carr on the Karen Harder show this morning. And he come on this morning. It's the episode from this weekend. But I was listening to an episode they did about, um, the episode is about the black church, but they did a full, uh, just a quick, just a quick uh, introspection into this, um, into this whiteness situation, right? And Dr. Carr says, I don't understand, to us, it, it just makes sense. Be less white. You can't be white because whiteness doesn't 
really exist. Like, just like blackness doesn't exist, like racism doesn't exist, whiteness doesn't exist. And the moment that you try to cling to something that doesn't exist, you're actually clinging to these very oppressive standards and histories, yeah. right? So you're clinging to oppressive. You're clinging to the fact that you want to be white for the sense that whiteness to you and its advantage. But these are also the same individuals that will turn around and look you square in the face, look, look you and I square in the face and say, there is no white privilege. Mm-hmm. But they want to be white. Well, okay, if there's no white privilege, why you want to be white? Right. If there's no advantage to the situation, why would you want to be it? Again, why wouldn't you want to be black? Right. <clears throat> um, so, exactly. Uh, uh, Natalie says, race is a social, con- a social construct. Mm-hmm. Always has, always is, always has been. It's created in America to keep a certain people down, to keep a certain class uh, subservient. And we know that is a direct reflection from slavery. Mm-hmm. I'd almost call it a caste system. Not almost. That shit is a caste system. It's crazy. That shit is crazy. That shit is crazy that you and I are living through an American caste system where people are labeling people <laughs> so they could be in a lower class. Right. Peasant. Man. <laughs> That's what they out here doing. Peasant. Get <laughs> the fuck out of here. Good morning, Lauren. How you doing? <coughs> so I just wanted to bring that up. Um, if you do feel like just pissing off some random white folks on Twitter, please please go find this this trending topic and just respond and say, you really want to be white? Right. You recognize that's racist then. Well, you know. <laughs> What's up, big dog? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, what else we had? What else we got on the set? What did you think about that situation, though? What are your thoughts? I'm still trying to figure out what does it mean to be less black? Like, that's, that's what Candace Owens says. Yeah. But, like, what, what does that mean in the context yeah, of, mean? yeah. Because I feel like these aren't stereotypes. I feel like this is, I feel like this is history. Right. So what does it mean to be less black? To to not fight for freedom. Right. To be silent. To be non-creative. Right. To have no joy. Is to be less black just to be white? It is an interesting huh. statement that Candace Owens would say because you know. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, mm. Anyway. Anyway, I had a, I had another thought. Uh, so, I have this new news source that I've been checking out. Okay. It's called uh, the Black Report. The Black Report is like it's an aggregate site. The BlackReport.com. Mm-hmm. Every morning I check the Black Report like it's the front page of the news, and they just give, um, they just they basically just repost as an organization and repost black headlines that are happening throughout. Um, Throughout America at the time, or throughout the world, honestly. Uh, and one of them caught my attention this morning, and it's not necessarily a contemporary story, but it's a story that made me think about my time during Christmas. It's, it's, uh, I heard about it when I was in college, but I read about it again this morning. It's the Black Doll Test. You heard of the Black Doll Test? Or the yeah. Baby Doll Test? Yeah. Uh, they put a whole bunch of three to five black babies in front of two dolls, a white doll and a black doll, and it turns out that the black babies at three to five had already ascribed negative uh, characteristics to the black doll and positive characteristics to the white doll. Mm -hmm. And in this story, in this particular story, an individual wants to recreate that, wants to recreate that experiment with their daughter today and surprisingly find out that their daughter today, four years old, or three or four years old, can't remember the exact age, believe that the positive attributes belong to the white baby. This and when it's far to say, this is a black little black kid. Okay. And when it's far to say, this is a 2021. And when it's far to say is, I want to be, I want to have blue eyes like the rest of my classmates. <laughs> and so this brought up a point to me. I don't know if you remember us talking about this over Christmas. You weren't on the show, but we were talking because, you know, we go together. Um, you remember... I was telling you how surprised I was when my nieces were drawing in the coloring books mm-hmm. and they were drawing all the Disney princesses black. Yeah. And I was like, that really blew my mind because when I was a kid, I was looking for the, I was looking for the white crayon. Mm-hmm. Where's the white people crayon? Yeah. <laughs> and I remember when the peach crayon came out and I was like, oh, that's the white people. Oh, man, I'm old. Yeah. The peach crayon came out. <laughs> Jeez. I never even thought it as a child, like, I can color these people brown, like, with the brown crayon. I always looked for, and if I couldn't find a peach one, I would use a yellow one. 
Like what? <laughs> that's crazy. That is crazy. That is crazy. So in twenty twenty one, that still stands. But I guess I guess my nieces are little renegade revolutionaries. Yeah. My my sister's real deep on that um on that black representation tip. Like, good. It's Doc it's Doc McStuffins everywhere. And when we came there, they were getting their hair done. Getting their hair done. They know the Mm -hmm. they know the routine. They wear their scars to go to bed. These little black girls, Mm -hmm. yeah. With their little black dolls. Yep. And they got one white doll. Do they? Yeah, uh, that's Keyroy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the black doll's name is Keyroy, not Keon, not Leroy. <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, what's the dude from uh, Little Mermaid? The oh, white dude, Eric. Yeah, he's, he's Eric. He's Prince Eric from. Uh, his name is Keyroy. <laughs> his name is Keyroy, not Keon. That's hilarious. Not Leroy, <laughs> Keyroy. Black imagination at its finest. Speaking of which, right now I am reading. <laughs> this wonderful book, uh, Black Imagination. It is, I think it's an excerpt from uh, a, a, a museum exhibition. It's curated by Natasha Marin. Shout out to the Let's Talk Book, uh, Let's Talk Broad Book Club. Definitely put me onto a lot of books this year because I am not as curational when it comes to literature as I used to be. That's the thing about school that you kind of miss. They tell you what to read. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, read this shit here. You're like, ah. But then you get to read, and it's like, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want nobody telling me what to do. Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you diabolical bitch. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, I, I just when I saw that study this morning, I thought back to my nieces, and I thought back to them coloring Ariel and Belle and Tinkerbell. And all of these Disney princesses, and you know, of course, uh, uh, what's what's the black girl name? Tiana. T- of course, Tiana. Both. I'm saying she was dark skinned. Um, of course, because they look like them. And when I asked them, they was like, "Oh, because they look like us." And I was like, <laughs> "Okay, well, that's simple. That's simple." But uh, apparently, according to this study, even according to like uh, what I remember as a kid, man, that shit is not. Uh, I did a poem about it a year ago, well, a couple years ago, when um, when um, what's that boy name? Keenan won his first Emmy. Was his first Emmy. I did a poem about how, like, when I grew up, my black characters were Simba, Skeeter, um, Gerald, mm-hmm. um, individuals. Although Gerald was black, but individuals who you knew they were the black kid on the show. Yeah. But they weren't black. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Um, so it's good to see. It's good to see that in a new era and a new age, um, black kids are. Well, I guess not in a sense. Like this, this four year old ain't getting it, but my niece is. So, yeah. How do you fix that though? They do say by the time you're five years old, you already have uh, a recognition of what race is in America. That's crazy. Five. Right. I mean, I feel like a lot of that has to do with school. <clears throat> think so? Yeah, definitely. I can see why Doc McStuffins is black then. I can see why, you know, I give him shit because he deserves the shit, but I can see why Lil Bill is black too. Because, like, there aren't, are there a lot of programming with little black kids as the, as the, as the forefront? Like, I got, I got all my little black uh, storybooks over here that people could fly. Mac found two sticks. Oh, oh. It's so funny. Me and Malik were having a conversation. Um, uh, there's a book that he and I have in common from my childhood. It's called Max Found Two Sticks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about a little boy who finds two sticks on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, he starts drumming on shit, and at the end of the book, somehow he's drumming along where the marching band is driving by, and then the drum major comes by and winks at him as he's doing like his little cool move, right? Mm-hmm. I can re- I remember that. And it is, I will say, I don't know if it's the reason why, but it's a myth underneath the reason why I would later join a black marching band. Well. And then Malik tells me the same thing that, like, yeah, from then I wanted to be a drum major. Turns out this nigga is a drum major. Yeah. Right? Like, that's how A to B mm-hmm. uh, black myths feed right into black action. Boom. I saw the myth. I knew I wanted to be it, so I did it. Mm-hmm. Uh... And then it's finally, and it's interesting to me that now Malik is reading to his son, Max found two sticks, and Lil Deuce can't stop beating on shit. So it's just like, it's really that simple. Mm-hmm. I seen my man Paul John 
You remember uh, Snow? I don't know if you remember this book, but it's called Snow Dates by Ezra Keats. It's with a little black boy on the front. He's got a little. He's all bundled up. Uh, <laughs> and another book was like he's got like a chair. I can't remember that shit. But I see my man Paul John showing showing his his fresh son. His little freshly a little irresponsible human. He can't <laughs> control his neck yet. But anyway, um, um, oh, Craig of the Creek is solid on. Um, um, Cartoon Network. Cartoon. Is that what, the one with the black mom? Yeah, the black parents. Yeah, the whole family. Nice. Nice. We need those things. Because I, I, I can't honestly remember. My brother and me was on. That was live. There wasn't a cartoon about a black family. Only one was a little girl. And uh, Wayne Head. True. Uh, but I don't remember. I don't know. I don't remember his parents in that. The PJs. I was with PJs, yeah. <clears throat> the PJs. The projects. <laughs> Shit. What other black cartoons can you think of? Uh, Baby's Kids. Baby's Kids. <laughs> uh, what a fucking classic. Oh, and of course, Fat Albert. Fat Albert, true. We have named two Bill Cosby things now. Right. Yikes. Right. Yikes. Although, okay. Nope. What was the next subject? Nah. <laughs> what was the next subject we were going to talk about? Uh, oh. So, uh, mm. I, what? You're talking about Ace of Spades? Or yes. Yeah. So, yesterday, you know how black folks say it. <laughs> yesterday, we found out that, uh, oh, we got some comments. Oh, Static Shock, true. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yesterday we uh, we saw the news that uh, Sean Carter Jay Z sold fifty percent ownership of the Ace of Spades brand to LVMH, LVMH, uh, and Moet Hennessy. That's the same house. Yada yada yada. I do truly want to know how many M's did Jay Z get? Does anybody know how many bands? I would guess anywhere. Half, anywhere between 125 to 375 mil, something like that. Something like that. Uh, I wouldn't. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I say something like that. Just uh, just Jet Jackson count, of course, Micah. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, Malik says, as a parent, I honestly think the environment that children are brought up in matters. I went to all black preschool and elementary schools and didn't realize how many white people were uh, uh, were everywhere else was. Right? Mm. Same thing. Um, it kind of shocked me after I went to New Orleans after leaving after leaving Howard, not even graduating, to remember how many white people there were uh, in New Orleans. Yeah, it was hella white. I mean, it's not hella white people, but like. You go from an all-black campus to an integrated city, you're like, oh, shit, I forgot. Yeah. Right? Um, hmm. I say this often. <clears throat> I don't know if I said it on the pod before, but I am blessed in this moment to work for four majority-owned black companies. I think within the four companies that I work with, there is one white woman. Well, one white woman, or two actually, because the new company has a white woman as well. There's two white women in these four companies that I work with, and I'm not no motherfucking scrub. You know what I mean? So, I'm very blessed to be in that situation. Uh, but at three to five, I'd have definitely failed the doll test. Definitely failed the doll test. I'm not here judging. Um, oh, damn! It was six hundred mil. Monty Hill said it was six hundred mil for the uh, oh, wow. for the Ace of Space. It was six hundred six hundred mil for real. God damn. Um. Uh, but that kind of le- that kind of leads me to uh, an adjacent point. I wanted to bring this up last week, but Cam Newton last week said that he's he spent millions of dollars on clothes that he only wore once. What? Cam Newton said he's spent millions of dollars on clothes that he only wore once. Not millions with an S. What did he do with these clothes? 
So then my question is, if black capitalism won't save black people, how am I supposed to feel about Jay-Z's 600 mil and Cam Newton's million dollars of clothes? Are these measures of success? Are these steps towards liberation? I see Dr. Jerry Ball to fuck my head up. I'm going to be honest with you. And you socialist niggas too. What am I supposed to... If saving won't save us, then I can't judge multi-million dollar Cam Newton for buying millions of dollars worth of clothes that he only bought that he only wore once. If capitalism won't save us, then am I supposed to celebrate the 600 mil of Jay-Z? Sweetheart, I'm fucked up. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Huh? And what am I gonna do when the best part of me was always you? Huh? I'm, I'm thoroughly confused. Do you have any thoughts? I feel like we're putting importance in the wrong things. Okay. That's what that means. We're not like if we're not supposed to celebrate capitalism. True. Okay. Okay. So okay. Let's look past. I guess okay. Then 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 let's look past the capitalist part and let's see what they have brought to society, what they have brought to the people. Okay. <coughs> Malik says anything Hove does should just be inspirational. And that's one Brooklyn kid to another mm. Brooklyn kid. Bias ass. Mm. <laughs> Marcy is dirty. Oh, damn. Fuck Brooklyn. No. No, but for real, I saw an ad the other oh man, I meant to put that up, but I saw I saw a picture the other day. It was like a it was two white guys in like these very 80s power suits, prim pressed hair, sitting on the brownstone, right? Okay. And at the bottom of the picture, it said, Harlem. What? Yeah. Yeah. It was an ad for Harlem. It was Not two, an ad. Yeah, it was an ad for Harlem. And it was two white guys sitting on the brownstone with, with 80s power suits on. Wow. And it felt like, and it felt like Langston Hughes slapped me in the back of the head. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh shit! Damn, Langston. What? Um, we got some comments here. Um, uh, Natalie says white people drink Ace of Spades. I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, Owen says it's a no for me. Can't be the path to liberation because the system of capitalism is fucked. Luxury is not liberation, but moving towards moving forward in a system that's oppressing our people, pursuing that which has been withheld. Uh, Malik then says, however, I don't see him as a savior of black people. Just an example of what you can do. Ethos Decorum says, most people who have beef with capitalism have never lived in socialist or communist society. Uh-oh. Um, and Ipper says, I have never seen a white person in Harlem. That's insane. Well, these two white guys was on the cover. The cover art for Harlem was, was um, oh my God, who's the two whitest dudes I can think of right now? Oh, uh, 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 what's that boy's name? Franco? What's his name? Uh, oh, oh, not Philip DeFranco. That's the dude from YouTube. The other Franco. The, uh, James Franco. Oh, James Franco. James Franco and, uh, who's another? Oh, and the other, the other, uh, <clears throat> the dude from High School Musical with the blonde hair. What's his name? Yeah, Zac Efron. And, yep, Zac Efron. It was <laughs> two of them. It was just the two white dudes I can think of. What? <laughs> the Breakfast Club did a poll of the top five White people in history. <laughs> uh, who was it? I can't remember the first two. Who was the first two? Uh, was it George Washington is one? Yeah, it was George Washington, weirdly. Uh, the Undertaker. The Undertaker was the one that <laughs> threw me off. <laughs> like, oh, 
Well, all right. <laughs> Michael McDonald, George Washington, and The Undertaker. Top three white people in history. Am I am I am I wrong? Uh, Ryan, James Franco and Ryan Gosling. That's what Michael said. Those are two white two whitest dudes that he could think of. Um Oh, that's crazy. Um, that's crazy. But yeah, those are the two white guys that are sitting on these on the steps of this brownstone in Harlem. Why was I saying that? Oh, uh, oh, you make a good point though. You make a good point. Like the sale of Ace of Spades to LVMH is definitely a luxury buy, which is, um, you know, I guess it's not advantageous towards black folk. But I guess it can't be advantageous towards our liberation in a sense. I guess it's role modeling in a sense. But to the same point, ethos decorum, I see I got another capitalist in the building. I feel you, baby. Um, but to the socialist point, like, um, I don't know what I was about to say. I forgot. I got excited about capitalism. I forgot what I was about to say about socialism. Oh, one of the one of the poison... Toxic talking parts that talking points they talk about capitalism is that they always say like these millionaires and billionaires are examples, but there are systemic there are systemic barriers in your way to prevent you from becoming a millionaire and a billionaire, right? Um, what we got here? Uh, if we had more successful Jay Z's collective, we can push our own agendas. Um, uh, Owen then asked, "Hey, uh, hey, Tashi." Uh, can black sovereignty exist in the same system that was founded by our slavery? Damn, that's a question I just heard. Mm. Oh, wasn't that in uh, 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 Judas and the Black Messiah? I feel like that's a Fred had the talking point. Yeah. Um, that's a good point, though. Can we truly... No, I'm sorry. That's Marcus Garvey. <clears throat> Can we truly be liberated in the same state in which we were enslaved? We will never know until we have our first black president. Mm. See, that's why, why I need a loud crowd. Mm. They be like, oh, oh, he said the rock wasn't black. <laughs> that's right. I said it. <laughs> no, he black. But you know, it's just not the same. He wasn't a slave. I would like what's the high, what's the highest position a slave has held? I don't know. I think I don't like to call my ancestor slave, but I'm saying that that incendiary for that reason. What's the highest position a slave has held? And I mean you descendants as well. Um, we have the ability, Owen says, we have the ability to create something brand new. Uh, it doesn't have to be communism or socialism, but we can create community systems uh, that care for our people in a radical way. We're creative as fuck. I agree. Baby, Camille! What's up? Good morning. Um, someone get this man a laugh track and a live audience. Uh, uh, Malik says, the highest position a slave has been in was Sam Jackson and Django. Because <laughs> you scary. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. What's up, Josh? Good morning, man. How you doing? Uh, we just talking about black capitalism again? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a very confused state about both. Three weeks, mm, three weeks and seven ideologies ago, if you told me Cam Newton spent millions of dollars on luxury clothing uh, that he only wore once, I'd have been like, how wasteful. Three weeks ago and seven ideologies as well, if you told me Jay-Z <coughs> sold 50% of Ace of Spades for 600 mil to LVMH, I'd have been like, wow, what an example of great black capitalism. But today, as I stand under the demystified propaganda that is black buying power and our true wealth within this nation, I wonder 
what the fuck am I supposed to do with both of those examples? That's where I'm at with it right now. Okay. Well, I, Tasha, you, I, Tasha is making some comments, but I can't see them. What you saying? Um, that's interesting. All right. Um, uh, uh, yeah, people are responding to Yutashi, bro. I can't see your comments. I can't see your comments at all. Um, but Owen says, why does that have to be called something? Uh, this idea that things have to be defined at the start of them. Let's start exploring and see what works and what doesn't and grow and learn from that. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Um, what else we got up on this list? On who wake and bake with it be mo yeah. Dave Chappelle follow up and then Donald Brother. <clears throat> you know, speaking of three weeks ago and seven ideologies. What is this feeling of eh, that I feel about Dave Chappelle getting that show back? What wait feeling of what? Uh, like you don't care. Uh, <laughs> hmm. What is this feeling? Is this envy? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. I tell you, Doctor Jerry Fowler fucked me up. Really fucked me up. But I guess I guess since Dave Chappelle is a part of the creative class and him. Reclaiming his creativity. That is a good thing. That is a good thing. I don't know why I don't feel so excited about it. Maybe my brain and my, my narrative mind has been focused on contrast and not like resolution. So I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like, I have a problem, but not like, ooh, let's have a solution. <laughs> that might be social media though. Because you know social media is focused on white negativity. Anyway, that's, yeah. my, that's my thing. Um, Ah, Ethos says, when you sell the podcast for $5 million, we'll celebrate it. You are either a, pro- you are either a producer or a consumer um, in a capitalism system. We have to choose. I would love, see this, we need, I cannot wait until we have a live Wake and Bake with BMO. Because you know what I'm going to do? In the, middle of, in, the, in the middle of the podcast, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stop. I'm going to pull the two people who disagree with each other, and we're going to have a formal debate right there. Boom. Right there. I'm going to teach you the rules. You got one-minute openings, 45-second rebuttal, one-minute closing. How long is that? 245 and a half. Wait, 245 times two. What's that, 5.30? Yeah, shit, five and a half. It's a good debate right there. I pull out, right now, I pull out a socialist out of the cloud, and I pull out Ethos Decorium. Boom. Debate. And if you don't want to debate, you got to go. <laughs> no bitching up. Um, wait. He should have had it all along. Who should have had what? You know, I'd be confused. Um, uh, what's the time say right there, sweetheart? Oh. Talking about Dave Chappelle. That's why I feel like, ah, right. Because in my mind, he already had it. So, like, returning yeah. back to that uh, uh, that infrastructure is like, oh, because I was already watching the Chappelle show. I stopped watching it because Chappelle told me to stop watching it. Uh, just like I stopped watching Netflix for a couple weeks because Monique told me to stop watching Netflix for a couple weeks. But then they put out Black Mirror, and I was weak. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was weak, and I let you down, Monique. I'm sorry. But, I mean, Black Mirror is so good, though. <laughs> It got me again. Um, see, it wasn't no Afrofuturism in there. But anyway, was there any Afrofuturism in Black Mirror? I would have loved to have seen a Lovecraftian future in a Black Mirror episode. True. The only one we got was the only, only see, the Black-centric episodes Bad were. last season. With yeah, with the, with the dude, with, with the homeboys that was fucking yeah. each other in the video game. Yeah. Well. Um, 
That's my official the, comment. <laughs> what about well, 10,000 Mirrors? 10,000 Mirrors is my shit, though. That's what with Daniel Kaluuya. That's my shit, though. That's my shit. That's my, that's the OG, that's my OG favorite. Um, it was like the dating one or whatever. Oh, she was black. Yeah, she was black. Yeah, she was black. Um, oh, same thing for what was that White Christmas? She was black. She was being punished, but she oh, was yeah. black. Oh, the one with Letitia Wright. That's the black future. Yeah. All right, oh, all right, yeah. all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Oh, what's up, Lauren? Oh, Distance Club Twenty Twenty. Oh, is that? Oh, are you running distance now? What's going on? What's the Distance Club Twenty Twenty? Drop the promo of who you are. I wish you could see. Look at the house. It's just, it's just not working. It don't want to work. It don't want to work. Stupid TV. Um, well, yeah, fifty right now. Okay. Uh, anything else? I mean, Donald Glover got some M's for his curational activities on on Amazon, but you know they finna own the world first, so eight M's ain't really feel like it ain't doing too much. Wait, what did he curate? He's gonna have like his own little like sub channel on. Amazon that mm. have like movies that he's producing and creating. Okay. Uh, and have like things that he's selecting. One of the first projects is uh, it's like a it's a show revolving around a Beyonce like figure and he's already signed Malia Obama to do some writing on the show, which would be interesting. What? Uh, you, know, you just said a writer. lot. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you said I, a lot of words. This is Donald <laughs> Glover. Crazy to be right now. Okay. This is what Donald Glover does. I love Donald Glover as a creative. Mm-hmm. He does. I do understand the pushback that Donald Glover gets as a black man because, okay, you know, I just made a connection, but I don't want to say it out loud. I asked him personally. But because Donald Glover has a white wife and some, some mixed babies um, and his history with blackness per se and a very, like, What's it called, William? Um, I forget what it's called. It's like alternative. Let's just call it alternative blackness right now. He's a very alternative black kind of guy. I think a lot of people see him as non-pro-black. Okay. Like token. Um, I would even, I mean, if you just look at his narrative history, I would say the same thing as well. I think he gets this tokenism tag. Hmm. Um, but at the same time, dude's fucking brilliant. Can I say something? Of your, course, you can always say something. Your, um, Get into the mic. To Get your point, yeah. uh, would you even say that with something like "This is America"? Like, would you still consider him alt black or like, I guess, portraying a tokenism? Yeah, because that was the, that was the thing about "This is America," right? It was. It was for white people. Um, no, but it was a. It was a stereotype. Like, This Is yeah. America was a visual yeah. stereotype. Right. And so he played a stereotypical person. Like, there are a lot of arguments for and against Donald Glover's perception of his own blackness. Uh, and as a fan okay. of Donald Glover, I can see both sides. Um, and that's not to defend his blackness or even to argue against his blackness. Um, but I think it would be fair to say that a lot of people perceive Donald Glover to not be pro-black. Not anti-black, but just not pro-black. Right. Just, if he could pass, he would pass. Right. But he can't pass, so he's black. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I hope, and I I love him, but I feel like that's the the criticism that's against him. And so when news comes out for Donald Glover, I don't really ever see... Yesterday, Jay Z uh, sold fifty percent of Ace of Spades. Yeah, I saw it on everybody's story. Donald Glover's uh, over the weekend eight M's at uh, at uh, at Amazon. I ain't heard nobody talk about it. Hmm. And I live in a black echo chamber, yeah. so it's being talked about because I see it on my I see it on my non algorithmic uh, uh, newspaper. Mm-hmm. But it's not being talked about in the black echo chamber. Hmm. Um, what we got? What we got here? Um, oh, I was saying, uh, I was saying, Distance Club. Give us a little, give us a little breakdown for what you got going. You signed on to a, a into a new account. 
um, there is a real conversation happening between Satoshi and Owen, and I can only see one half of that conversation. Wow. And I don't know what's going on. He must follow me, and not, and I'm on, um, I'm on uh, uh, BMO reviews right now. So, um, yeah, you can pull up on the phone real fast. See if you can see some of these comments that are going on. Um, <clears throat> uh, Q, you just joined on, but yeah, um, those are my thoughts on on Donald Glover. But look, y'all, I want to thank y'all for. Joining us on Wake and Bake with BMO. There's something. Don't go yet, though. Don't go yet, though. There's 11 people on here. I want y'all to see something before you go. I just before I before I let you go, I want to show you something that's going to take us out. That I think that'd be really good to start your day off with. But I want to thank you for joining us again. Um, you know we're doing really good. We are growing as a platform. Shout out to the Bridge Podcast Network, our official podcast home host. Woo! Shout out to the Bridge Podcast Network. Really making things come come true out here. I love that. Uh, I hope there's a conversation that's going on between. Uh, uh, now I can see uh, Satoshi, but I can't see Owen. You can't see Owen? Yeah. What? <laughs> what are they arguing about? What's, what are y'all talking about? Satoshi said, um, I want to agree. I think too many diverse opinions can cause friction, but I'm with true liberation. Yeah, they must be having a unification conversation in the, in the chat. Must be a unification conversation. But anyway, I, I'm on a very limited time. Thank y'all for joining. Yo, check this out before I go. This is my man, Michael Robinson. He dropped a video uh, for his new song, Know What. It's real hey. lovely. You know what I'm saying? It's real soft. All right? It might be, uh, you know, it might affect your day if you're feeling a little luscious this morning. <laughs> you feel me? Uh, so definitely check out my man's video. Check him out on YouTube. Follow him on Instagram at uh, Micah D.E. Robinson. That's Micah. Uh, Delanor Eisenhower Robinson, or Dwight Eisenhower, excuse me, not Delanor, Dwight Eisenhower Robinson, that's his middle name, D-E. And make sure y'all check out the video, give it a like, give it a subscribe, and I will see y'all on Tuesday, on Huey, on Thursday, excuse me, on Huey can make we be more, yeah.
I guess we still got time, y'all. <laughs> no, I'm playing. <laughs> Yo, that beauty, that was video was absolutely like yeah. gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous video. Um, but y'all, thanks for thanks for joining us. I will see y'all on Thursday on Wake and Bake with BMO. Peace. Good morning. Hey, good say morning. good morning to me. <laughs> good morning. Some of y'all did not say good morning to the lady house. And I promise you, on Thursday, or oh, I'm getting all up in that ass. <laughs> All right, thank y'all for listening to the Wake and Bake with BMO podcast. Uh, make sure you uh, subscribe and leave a comment to wherever you are. I love that rating. Five stars, five stars, five stars. Make sure you say good morning to the lady house. Good morning.